0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the December 11th, 2016 edition of Season 4 of The Court Report on the Nahum Segal Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., right here on the Nakam Segal Network. Every week, we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League. If you had a game this week, let us know about it. You can friend me on Facebook. You can send me a message. My name is Elliot Weisselberg, W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. Or you can like the Court Report fan page. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Guy. that's Y-L-S. W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. Because if I do not know about it, we can't talk about it. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Crown Trophy of Brooklyn has been servicing the Ashiva League for over a decade. And if you've won a championship within that period, you've already benefited from their amazing handiwork and craftsmanship. Please give Mike, Larry, and the entire gang a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weislerberg, coach, official, analyst, but most of all, like you, I am a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week. If you have a smartphone and haven't downloaded the NSN app already, what are you waiting for? Do so. You'll have access to all of the episodes of The Court Report all the way back to Season 1 leading up to today. Plus, you'll be able to send in comments for each show. Please keep the comments nice, much like the show is not about me criticizing, degrading, or disrespecting players or coaches. Please be courteous enough to do the same. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Court Report. Got a jam-packed episode this week. This week coming up, one of the biggest weeks, if not the biggest week, in Yeshiva League Sports. A ton of games going on. Also, a lot to discuss today. We'll get to the rankings fallout from the SAR Frisch varsity game that happened this past week. When we get to JV, we'll discuss Ramaz's uh, hockey playoff chances. So We'll push over to basketball, where we'll discuss the potential passing of the torch in varsity. University basketball and JV, where we'll start rounding out the contenders and pretenders in the middle of the JV West. So let's get to that right away. Just a uh, just a service note: may not be a show next. week, keep tuned in to the court report or, to the court report fan page or the Naum Siegel Network fan page over the week for more information on that. But let's get right into this week's stuff. We're going to start off with varsity hockey, where it was a great week if your team was DRS or Hafta, but we'll get to that in just a moment when we talk about the East. The big matchup of the week happened this past Thursday night in a Western Conference showdown between the SAR Sting and the Frisch Cougars. Two years ago, these two teams in the JV League, th- these two exact teams, played extremely competitive games down to the wire. SAR taking both of them, going into the playoffs. SAR the one-seed, Frisch the two-seed. SAR taking the division, running all the way to the finals. Frisch falling in the finals to Rambam, not getting that chance to to really show what they had on the big stage. Frisch uh, looking for a little measure of revenge uh, this week. Both teams came in undefeated heading in, both at 4-0. and But Frisch would be without top player Yehuda Brin for this one. That would be the question of the night, and from the way the Frisch offense got started, it was either one of two things. They were either very much missing Bryn, or Henry Cole was having a phenomenal game in that. I would say a combination of both. S.A.R. would get on the board first, 3.37 left in the first. Solomon Freilish finds the back of the net, curling out from the corner to the face-off circle. Romy Harkstark with the assist, giving the Sting a one nothing lead. Two minutes into the second period, the sting would add to their lead on a backhand poke from in front of the net by Gordy Kolb, putting home a Joey McGillner rebound to make it two to nothing. Frisch would attempt to mount a comeback as the clock wound down. Three minutes left in the game. Benji Feintuck got wood on a loose ball and smacked it home to cut the lead to two to one. It would be too little, too late, though. Uh s a r would take the two to one victory and uh keep themselves undefeated on the year while frisch fell two four and one we'll get to a little more of those two as we uh, as we touch on the standings a little bit later and again in the rankings because seismic uh, seismic change up in the rankings because of this game. Other games on the week in the West, several uh, several interesting contests. Ramaz and JEC battled to a 4-3 overtime. Both teams came into this game with 10 points tied for the division lead. JEC will look to bounce back against Westchester tomorrow, but also have SAR looming later on. So this is going to be a very interesting week for JEC as the division continues to take shape. We'll get to that a little more when we do a preview for the coming week. Wouldn't be JEC's first game on the week. JEC defeated Hillel to start off the week, Hillel falling to 2 and 7 couple of other games out west. TABC and Westchester faced off this past Wednesday night, TABC taking that victory to up their record to 4-1-1. So TABC sticking around the hunt in the top uh, at the top of the leaderboards right now. They're currently in 4th place, a point ahead of Frisch, who we just talked about, still behind Ramaz JEC and SAR. In the only other All-West game of the week, Kushner defeated MTA 5-1. to So Kushner getting above the 500 mark now at 3-2. and MTA falling below the 500 mark at 3-4. and So both teams at six points, both moving in opposite directions. MTA now hitting the halfway point of their season. Only other game that involved the Western Conference team on the week was actually the one that started out the week, Ramaz, who we just said taking that 4-3 overtime victory uh, over JEC also defeated Mag and David eight to six in the only cross game. So interesting game there, Mag and David, the, uh, uh, almost, almost the bottom team in the Eastern conference putting six more than they've scored. I think the only other team that they've scored that many on in the season was North shore, but Ramaz, uh, the high scoring game, their high scoring victory. So Ramaz jumping out to a good, uh, a good lead in the division, uh, Right now, they are 6-2 and two and above the rest of the pack. Let's move over to the East, and then we'll recap the standings. Like I said before, a great week if your name is Hafter or DRS. The teams played five combined games, winning all five of their contests. Hafter started out the week with a 6-0 win over Hank. Daniel Salzberger putting home two goals for the Hafter Hawks. Hafter would actually get three games of six goals this week. They would beat Hafter sorry, they would beat Hank 6-0. They would take Flatbush 6-2. Donnie Goldberg scoring 2 in that one. And then a 6-1 win over North Shore. Abe Goldman with two goals in that one after transferring from North Shore. Four goals on the week for him. So after basically playing a tennis match, winning six love, six two, six one. Good win for good wins for Hafter, getting uh three uh three very key victories. DRS, on the other hand, took two on the week, 4 nothing win over Rambam. Jakey Friedman with yet another shutout. That game was scoreless until about a minute left in the second period. Uh, Rambam mistake in, uh, in their own zone led to a goal, and then DRS would pour it on in the third. DRS would also play the next night against Mag and David, 6-0 contest, so... DRS, uh, ironically, perfect through five games. They've outscored their opponents in the five games they played by a combined score of 25 to nothing. It'll be interesting to see how that uh, how that plays out over the rest of the year. Um, obviously, they're not going to be able to keep fully perfect. The question is, can they keep perfect against the teams that they need to beat? They've beaten Hafter one nothing. They beat Rambam four nothing. These are the teams at the top of the division, and if they can keep them shut out, they're going to have not an easy road but the road is going to be theirs for the taking at the top of the east. And the only other remaining contest on the week that didn't involve Hafter or DRS Hank rebounding from that loss over Hafter to take a win over YDE this past Thursday night. So let's take a look at the uh, let's take a look at the standings board. Out in the east, Rambam still at the top of the east, five one zero and one eleven points. DRS right behind them. Sterling record of five and zero ten points. Hafter, Flapush, and Hank. That group there is all tied at eight points. Hafter is at four and one. Flapush and Hank both at four and three. That could be an interesting uh, race right there, uh, towards the very end. The question is of those three teams which two of them may put themselves in the best position for a uh, for a first-round home game, and which likely one of those is going to be on the outs for that. Right behind them at 3-5 and five, uh, is North Shore. At 2-8 and eight is Mag and David, and Mag and David quickly falling out of it, right now having eight losses. Best they can do is six wins, but it's not exactly an easy schedule for them the rest of the way. Mag and David still has one game with Rombaum, and a game with Hafter. So if things play out as they have in the early season for Mag and David, and those two games they fall in those two games. Two remaining games against YDE, possible wins. So right, YDE is right behind them at one and five with two points. Uh, so Mag and David right now, if you are if you are looking at a four and ten season, that's not making the playoffs. North Shore right now is three and five. They have two games on them. They have, And they also have games against YDE, Solomon Schechter, and Westchester that are all extremely winnable. Not to say the other games that they play aren't winnable, but those three games right there could end up in points for North Shore, giving them six wins. And if Mag and David can't keep up with that, if they can't take one of the uh one of the games against uh Rambam or Hafter, they're going to find themselves ending their season very early. Not that they're not gonna end their season early anyhow, as they uh have most of their schedule done before the new year, but uh their their uh spring schedule will start a little earlier for them. Rounding out the division at 0-6, and one is Solomon Schechter. We'll get to uh, YDE and Solomon Schechter when we get into the previews. Moving back out to the West, Ramaz, again, leading the pack 6-2 and two with 12 points. JEC, after the loss to Ramaz, 5-0-0-1, oh, oh, one, 1 point behind them, 11 points. SAR, moving up in the rankings and the standings, 5-0, oh, Sterling record as well, 10 points. Frisch at 8 points at 4-1 right behind TABC who is four one oh and one at nine points. So top five in the division so far, Ramaz, JEC, SAR, TABC and Frisch. And then you have Kushner at three and two with six points, and MTA at three and four with six points, Hillel at two and seven and Westchester at 0 and seven. Taking a look at the week ahead, very big week ahead uh, one of the largest, if not the largest, for the varsity hockey. Again, you have the two games that were today. Like I said, the standings that you have, not including today's games, there were three games on the day. Hank and Solomon Schechter are uh, playing right now, actually, or they will be playing in a few minutes. Rambam YDE all dropped about 10-15 minutes ago. TABC and SAR played early this afternoon. The TABC-SAR game, a rematch from two weeks ago, SAR taking the first contest where a win tonight would put them in first place. Rambam and YDE, Rambam attempting to break what is now a two-game losing streak. Tomorrow night, JEC and Westchester will do battle. Flatbush and North Shore, uh, both uh, both teams lost to Hafter this past week. Both need a win with big games coming up on Wednesday night. We'll get to that in a second. Also Monday night cross game MTA and Salmon Schechter doing battle uh, the way it works this year it's funny just like last year the West so far dominating the cross games I don't think the West has actually lost a cross game taking a look at at my uh, at my sheet over here um, no it looks as if it's all clean in the West the West has won one two three four five six. The West has won all six of the cross games, and if it goes according to form, although anything can happen, that will up itself to seven here. Monday night will also see Meg and David and have to do battle. Tuesday, S A R and Kushner will play. Wednesday, like I've said, a big game, uh, big games for Flatbush and North Shore. D R S will uh, travel to North Shore to play them, and Rombaum will travel to Flatbush in the rematch of their 10-4 game two weeks ago. Also on Wednesday out west, MTA will play for the second time in two nights. MTA will play Hillel. It's also playing its second sub-500 team on the week. Both games they need to win in order to keep pace in the west. Again, we said right now they're below 500. Two wins will put them above 500 in sorely needed games with the contests they have left against SAR Ramaz, T.A.B.C., and Frisch out west, they're going to need all the wins they can get in order to actually have a shot at the playoffs. Also, out in the east, YDE and Solomon Schechter will uh, play on Wednesday night. The two teams played last week to a 3-2 YDE win in overtime. The only points on the standings board for either team was against each other. When, uh, sorry, Thursday night, Huge games on Thursday night. All top six teams in the West are in action on Thursday. SAR travels to JEC, which we mentioned before. TABC travels to Ramaz, a rematch from that even game from the earliest points of the year that TABC won in the final minutes in TABC. Will the rubber court in Ramaz make a huge difference for this one? And also, Frisch and Kushner will do battle on Thursday night. Kushner played spoiler to Frisch's first-round by hopes last year and looked to catch the Cougars uh, in the same position coming off of their loss to SAR on Thursday night. Two more cross games on the week, one Saturday night, that being Frisch-Rombaum. That should be a marquee game. the rematch of last year's quarterfinals, and also these two teams, which I mentioned earlier, met in the JV finals two years ago in Rombaum with the Ravens winning in overtime. Frisch got a measure of revenge last year, winning in varsity in overtime 5-4. And the question on everybody's mind is, will we see a rubber match in the postseason this year? This could be a very good preview. Last year, Rambam and Frisch met up in Frisch also in the regular season. Frisch getting uh, the better of Rambam in that one, winning 6-1 before that classic overtime playoff game. Saturday night, Hank and Hafter will play in a rematch from this past week. And the other cross game, uh, a rematch of last year's playing game, Ramaz and Flatbush will play in their cross game. Uh, out west, there will be Westchester hosting Hillel. The loser of this game will effectively be eliminated from playoff contention out west. And finally, in the east, DRS will travel to YDE taking a look at the rankings for this week. As we said, movement in the rankings. SAR, with their win over Frisch, jumps into the one spot after uh, tweeting back and forth with the SAR Sting Sting Twitter feed. uh, Does a very good job with all of their games. I urge you to follow it. It's uh, very, very efficient, and you get all the latest updates for SAR Sting games. Number 2 staying in number 2 with the win over Rambam Mag and David will be DRS. Frisch dropping from 1 to 3 with the loss to SAR TABC staying at 4 win over Westchester this past week not really impacting their ranking. Rombam despite the loss to DRS drops uh, sorry stays at 5 just ahead of Half 2 stays at 6 despite their wins to Hank Flatbush and North Shore. Three teams that Rombam also has wins over. Ramaz uh, jumps to the seventh spot from eight with their overtime win over JEC, as well as a win over Mag and David, and dropping from seventh to eight are those JEC Thunder, who uh, lost an overtime to Ramaz and got a win over Hillel. Flap stays at nine with the loss to Hafter. Hank stays at ten. Kushner jumps from thirteenth to eleventh with the win over MTA, replacing MTA who drops to twelfth. North Shore, Mag and David, Hillel. YDE Chester and Westchester round out the rest of the varsity rankings. Moving over to JV hockey now. Very small slate on the week, only about seven games. But if you were in YDE, DRS, or Ramaz, you were involved in just about all of them. DRS playing into YDE, playing into Ramaz, playing into all in separate contests. The only game not involving those teams was the JV matchup from uh, from Thursday night's Frisch SAR game. Uh, Frisch taking that one three to nothing. Elliot Eisner and JJ Corrin uh, would score goals in the second period. Corrin on the power plate, the Noam Knight duo, both in the second period again. And Eisner adding a shorthanded empty netter late in the third for the 3 nothing Frisch victory. Frisch improving their record to 3-1. and SAR dropping to 2-2-0-1. Getting back to the other teams we mentioned, contests out west. Ramaz taking two games on the week, defeating MTA 6 0 and JEC six two JEC on a slide after opening up strong uh, with a uh, with a two game losing streak now after a three game winning streak to start the season. Ramaz heads into the week in the first place with two tough teams coming up against them. Frisch and TABC. We'll get into that a little bit more when we look at the standings board and also when we go to the week ahead because it's very important with what happens to Ramaz this week. Moving back over to the East first, DRS dropped Ramba on Monday night 5-1 to and would then double up on the week, defeating Mag and David 11-0. So with the two wins, DRS now jumps into sole possession of first place in the East at 4-0-1, 9 points, one ahead of Flatbush, who defeated YDE on Monday night 12-4. YDE would also be in action Thursday night, losing to Hank. The loss puts YDE at 0-6, with only 8 possible points left for them, their season slowly slipping away. A loss or a Rambam win and a Hank win this week will eliminate them. Speaking of Hank, Hank is 3-0, still undefeated, the only team without a blemish on its record. And by blemish, I mean, I don't consider a tie a blemish, but Hank is the only one in the East that can still attain a perfect record. It'll be interesting to see what Hank can do with that, especially because this coming week, they will be squaring off with DRS. So the battle of what arguably are the two top teams in the division will take place this coming week. We'll get into that in just a minute or two. Running down the standings board, starting out in the East, DRS, again, as I said, 4-0-1-9 points. DRS can actually clinch a playoff berth with two wins this week and a Rombaum loss, DRS will play Hank this week and YDE at the end of the week. So those two wins and a rombom loss against Flapbush would mean that DRS would clinch one of the four playoff berths. Right behind DRS is Flatbush at 4-1 and one with eight points. Hank behind them again at 3-0. and oh. Rombaum tied with them, though not in the loss column, having three more losses at 3-3. Three and three. Hafter... Rounding out those with uh, points at 2-2, two and two, 4 points. Shari Torah, Mag and David, and YDE all at 0 points, 0 wins. Shari at 0-4, Mag and David at 0-5, YDE at 0-6. So it would be interesting because um, a couple of these teams are facing each other this week. Uh, Mag and David will be facing Shari Torah, and will then end up facing YDE. So some of these teams could find themselves on the outs as this week rolls to an end. Moving out west. Ramaz right now at the top of the division at 5-1-1, 11 points. It's going to be interesting to see what Ramaz does the rest of the season. I know they're at the top of the standings board now. I would put it, though, at a 50-50 chance that they make the playoffs. And it's going to be because of the week ahead. Two very tough games this coming week, as I mentioned earlier. We'll get to that in just a second. I know it's a bold prediction to say that the team at the top of the standings board may find themselves uh, more in the middle or at the bottom. But it happens to be a schedule thing, and I'll get to that in just a second. Right behind them at 4 and 0, undefeated TABC. We'll see if they can keep it through this week. JEC behind them at 3 2, SAR at 2 2, 0 1, with 5 points. Uh, Frisch is actually up ahead of JEC. Frisch at 3 1, 0 1 is in third place. JEC in fourth, SAR in fifth, MTA at 2 and 4, and sixth, and Kushner at 0-3-0-1, taking a look at the week ahead, a couple of big games this week, especially one that happened this afternoon, TABC and SAR. TABC took the first contest between these two, 5-2, and a win will push the Storm back into first place with two games in hand over Ramaz, who will have matchups this week against Frisch, and will then match up with TABC on Wednesday night. Monday, we'll see DRS square off with Hank, as I said, considered the two top teams in the East. Last year, they played two regular season games to one goal before DRS blew the doors off of Hank in the semifinals. Which team will we see this coming Monday night? Also Monday night, Frisch and Ramaz will do battle near the top of the Western Conference. One of these two teams will get their second loss and make it all the more difficult to climb to the top of the division. JEC and MTA will, also, will play on Tuesday night. Wednesday night, Two games in action, Ramaz will take on TABC. As I said, two top teams in the West. A TABC win, depending on the outcome of the Ramaz-Frisch game earlier in this week, can almost theoretically lock up the West Division. It's funny to say that also, but TABC's difficult schedule will keep the division door open just a crack. Rombaum and Flatbush will play on Wednesday night, a rematch from the game two weeks ago in Rombaum, where the Ravens came back to win 2-1. to one. Big game for the Ravens here. A loss combined with a tough schedule could put the Ravens' postseason hopes on ice. Rombaum loss would put them at 3-4, and four, and with their remaining schedule ahead, having Hank, Hafter, they're going to have Shari Torah, but having to play Hank and Hafter. Hafter right now is two and two, but the team that they have is better than a two and two record, so it'll be interesting to see whether or not they really are a contender or a pretender. But Rambam will have to will have to play Hafter. Uh, they'll get them at home. But it's going to be a very tough win for the Ravens, especially for Hank, especially against Hank, who they faced earlier this year. So, assuming they get the win over Shari Torah, it's an assumption. Rama would be four and three. You then have to basically win out if you lose to Flatbush and hope that Flatbush stumbles. If you beat Flatbush, and Flatbush's tough schedule comes into play because they have DRS Hafter and Hank still to come, also could work out in Rambam's favor. But right now, having having a 3-3 three and three record, as opposed to Flatbush at 4-1, and one, I believe those two teams will be the ones fighting for the bottom end of the playoffs. One of those two, two of the three teams between Flatbush, Rambam, and Hafter will probably not be making, uh, well, sorry, will make the playoffs. And uh, as we said before, this, the, the Eastern Division is pretty much separated between the five teams fighting for four spots and three teams out of it. And uh those five teams uh for those five teams, Ramam and Flatbush. The win is important for whoever gets it. Thursday night we'll see Madden and David and YDE squaring off. As I said, one or both of these teams might be eliminated this week. Frisch and Kushner will square off Thursday night. Kushner still looking for win number 1 on the year. Rounding out the week, Saturday night we'll have Hank hosting Hafter. And Sunday, we'll see DRS traveling to YDE. Instead, we'll take a look a little more at Ramaz and why I feel Ramaz may find themselves on the way out. Uh, not on the way out, but just more down the bottom, 50-50 chance of making the playoffs. Ramaz is right now is 5-1-1. One, one. They may come back to rue that tie to Kushner to open up their season, or early on in the season. Maybe even the loss to MTA. Their remaining schedule is three of the top teams in TABC, Frisch and SAR. As you'll see on the rankings, all three of those teams very much near the top. Top six, in fact, uh, who, uh, all of whom will be ranked ahead of Ramaz. Ramaz has played a very easy schedule to this point. They played Kushner twice, MTA twice, YDE, Share Torah. They've, uh, they've managed, they they defeated JEC the other night. But the rest of their schedule are all at teams that are considered are all against teams that are considered to be well above them. Argument's sake, let's say they lose all three of those games. they're five, four, and one, they're at eleven points. You would think that that should be enough to get in, but t a b C will have jumped them. Frisch's schedule deems that it will probably jump them right now frisch is three one and one if they have, they'll have beaten Ramaz they still have Kushner and jec to play so notch frisch over them so that's two teams already uh looking at SAR SAR is two two oh, and one they have five points they'll face Ramaz if they beat Ramaz they have to face they still face MTA so that's four two oh, and one. This is where it gets tricky for them, because they still face Frisch once more, they face TABC once more, and they have to play Hafter. SAR right now is the one that sort of has that in-between, but JEC you can also consider to be that in-between also. They still have Kushner twice, and MTA. JEC can theoretically have six wins, hop themselves over Ramaz as well. So, Ramaz isn't assured anything at this point. Ramaz could find themselves somewhere floating from uh, from at the top of the division, or they can find themselves at the very bottom of the playoffs, even on the way out, depending on what happens with JEC and SAR. It's going to be interesting to see this battle as the regular season draws to a close. Moving to the rankings, TABC staying at the top this past week, not having a game, uh, but nobody else really doing anything of note to jump above them. DRS, defeating Rambam and Mag and David, will stay at the 2. Frisch stays in the 3 with the win over SAR. Hank in the 4 with the win over YDE. Hafter, Idol, stays at 5. SAR will stay in sixth with the loss to Frisch. Ramaz jumps uh, from 10th to 7th with wins over MTA and JEC. Rambam dropping from 7th to 8th with the loss to DRS. Flappers from 8th to 9th, despite the win over YDE. JEC dropping from 9th to 10th, and MTA staying at 11, both with their losses to Ramaz. Kushner, YDE, Magan David, and Shari Tora round out the rankings for JV Hockey for this past week. Once again, you are listening to The Court Report on the Nakam Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports. Alright, let's switch gears and move over to basketball. Start off with boys varsity basketball couple of really big games happening in varsity basketball this week none more so than the game that happened last Saturday night last Saturday night Frisch defeating DRS Wildcats by the score of 60 to 41 Sammy Fishkin dropping 17 for Frisch in the win so this does something to DRS as we spoke to you last week about them losing to Hafter being their first loss in nearly 2 years this uh this also an ironic and uh and strange feeling for the DRS Wildcats, a two-game losing streak. They would end up snapping the streak a couple of days later, facing Shari Tower, defeating them 58-44. DRS breaks the two-game slide with the win. Gideon Walensky again leading the team, him and Ben Lechtung, both scoring 14 points. Also on the early week, Hafter and YDE managed to stay undefeated. Both teams at five and now. Hafter after beating Solomon Schechter North Shore, uh, sorry YDE after dropping North Shore 53 to 37 in the Hafter win. Jason Abraham scored 22 in the victory. Jason Mishkin with 18, and for YDE, Jack Sae dropped 23 points. For Solomon Schechter, second loss on the week, taking a cross divisional battle against uh, a loss against MTA. 65 to 30, so that's two losses on the week for the East. It would actually end up being three when TABC dropped Hank 60 to 52. Both teams came into that game with identical 3 and 1 records. TABC rebounds from their loss to Frisch with the win over Hank. YDE, as I said a second ago, upping their record to 5 and 0 did so with their second win on the week, defeating Derek 69 69-55 Jack Zayet, following up the 23-point game with a 17-point game. North Shore, rebounding from their loss to, YD, uh, to YDE, defeated Solomon Schecter, handing Solomon Schechter their third loss on the week, score of 55-40. One of the rare games on the week not featuring YDE or North Shore or Solomon Schecter, Rambam defeated Mag and David 50-46. to Noah Aaron led the game with 21 points for the Ravens. Stephen Mizrahi tallied 16 points, 12 rebounds for Mag and David. So Rambam jumping into the same pack as Hafter and YDE. Hafter and YDE at 5-0. and oh. Rambam at 5-2 and two right there with the Mag and David. Dropping to 1-5 and five near the bottom of the division. Over in the west... SAR started out the week, dropping Hillel 80-51. Hillel, again, giving up monster points. Stobie Marcus scoring 22 in the win. But once again, Beta, Isaac Beta, the star, dropping 37 in the loss for Hill. It would not be his biggest performance on the week, though, as they would end the week. They would bookend the week with games losing to Heschel, 78-69. Ilan Orgel, fresh off of his 32-point game over Ramaz, we'll get to in a second. Leading the team with 29 points and 11 rebounds. Harlan Rice Again, another uh, big game on the week for him. We'll get to the, the, that Ramaz game in a second. Scoring 23, but Beta, again, the big name with 44 points. So a 37-point week uh, game and a 44-point game this week. Uh, two weeks after, or a week after, I uh, joked about him not being on the uh, Jewish Groups America leaderboard. He gets put on last week and drops two more games that will absolutely up his average. Can't wait to see what this kid finishes with. The problem is it's not really helping his team to wins. They're 0-7 now on the season. SAR ups their record to 5-1, keeping pace. With Heschel, as we said, Heschel defeating Ramaz 80 to 68 middle of the week. Orgel scoring 32, Harlan Rice with 25. Ramaz led by Johnny Pavman's 19. So Heschel now up to six and O at the top. Keeping pace with Heschel at the top is Kushner after their 52-42 win over Maor. Sam Rob scoring 17. Sam Bernstein with a double-double, 15 points, and 10 rebounds. So Kushner now at 6-1, tied in wins with Heschel and Frisch, although one loss behind Heschel at this point, Heschel remaining undefeated. Maor will uh, drop to 0-7 and they'll be tied with Hill for last place in the Varsity Western Division. We'll get to them as it pertains to elimination once we get to the view on the week ahead. Also happening this week, SAR doubling up on their win with Hill with a 42 to 37 win over MTA. There are also uh, five games, two that happened last night, three that happened today, we don't have results for. Uh, Shari Torah and Derach squared off last night, two of them both at two and four coming into this game. One of those teams will move up further into the playoff pack, while the other will drop further behind. And in a cross game, TABC and Rambam meeting up in varsity hockey a couple of weeks ago. This time, it'll be varsity basketball doing battle in TABC last night. Today, a triple slate of games in about an hour. JEC will host TABC playing their second game in two nights. This afternoon, Ramaz battled Hillel, and Maor took on North Shore. So Maor, for all intents and purposes, at this point, could very well be 0 and 8. Taking a look at the standings board out in the east, Hafter and YDE tied at 5 and 0 at the top of the division. Some interesting. Uh, points about them a little later on. Rombaum at five and two pending last night's game against TABC right behind them. DRS at four and two. Hank at three and two. Norsho at three and four, Shari, Torah and YDE. One of those teams will be three and four. The other will be two and five after last night's game. Flappush behind them at one and three, Mag and David at one and five, and Solomon Schechter at 0 oh and eight. Taking a look at the West now, as we said again, Heschel so far, still undefeated at six and O, leading the division, tied with th- with two other teams in the win column, tied with Kushner at six and one, and Frisch at six and two. Behind them, SAR at five and one, TABC at four and one. So those two teams still maintaining their pace with the leaderboards, even though they are behind in the number of games played. MTA again lost this week to SAR, dropping them to three and two. Ramaz in the inverse at two and three. Behind them, the Ofer teams Ofer, O and five JEC and O and seven Hillel and Maorg again JEC. Depending on uh, today's game with TABC Ma'or, depending their game with North Shore today, Ramaz very well could have upped their record to three and three Hillel could have gotten their first win in that one or could have just fallen behind the pack even further again with Maor or even behind Maor with one being o and 7 or one one being 1 and 7 or either being o and 8 Taking a look at the week ahead. Three games tomorrow night. North Shore and DRS doing battle. DRS seeking to join the five-win group at the top of the East. Right now, they're four and two. Looking to join that three-pack of five-win teams, depending on what happens with Rombaum last night. Um, North Shore, depending on their game today, either looking to get back closer to 500 or looking to be above 500 for, I believe, the first, what would be the first time this season. Also, tomorrow night, Hafter and Flatbush doing battles. Two teams in complete opposite ends of the board and on. The ends that they really weren't predicted to be on at the beginning of the year. If you'd have asked at the beginning of the year, I think the experts would have put Flatbush at the 5-0 and o mark and Hafter sort of at the 1-3 and three mark. Teams doing roll reversals, Flatbush hitting a string of bad luck. Hafter clicking on all cylinders, staying undefeated. Also, Derek Hattora and Hank will meet up in Brooklyn Tuesday night. We'll see Kushner and SAR do battles, a big challenge versus a contending team for 6-win Kushner. The question is, can they hang with the Sting who last knocked off the only team to hand Kushner a loss in MTA? Otherwise, SAR joins the 6-win pack at the top. One team will get their second loss and fall away from division-leading Heschel. Tuesday night, we'll also see Solomon Schechter traveling to Share Torah and YDE doing battle with Rambam as two of the top teams in the East square off in what will be the first of two matchups this season. Wednesday night, Frisch hosts MTA and TABC hosts Hill, and another chance for Beta and Co. to try to will the Heat to victory, but Mo Proctor and the Storm standing in the way. JEC and Ma'or will do battle. Um, in the second of three games on the week from or pending a JEC uh, uh, loss to TABC last night. This game will get one of these two teams their first win on the season. DRS and Heschel will square off in a cross matchup. Last year's powerhouse team, DRS, versus this year's powerhouse team in Heschel. Could this game be the proverbial passing of the torch? Uh, will Gideon Balinski and company hand Heschel their first loss on the season, or will this be DRS's third slip-up in what will likely be their last five games? Also on Thursday, we will see Kushner and Ramaz square off in the first of two meetings on the year for these two. Hank will host Solomon Schechter. We'll have a Brooklyn showdown between Der Torah and Flatbush. And Saturday night will feature three games, or two games, actually. DRS will host Hank. Ramazan Shari Toro was square off going into that night. The West leads the... Oh, sorry, going to tonight, actually. The West leads the crossover battle six games to three, uh, with Heschel and DRS doing battle during the week, and with Rambam TABC squaring off t- uh, last night, and Norsham Maor squaring off today. Uh, this could either be skewed even more, or this could be brought even closer. Sunday, we'll see Heschel hosting JEC, two teams on opposite ends of the standing board, and it could be undefeated versus winless, uh, going in depending on JEC's other two games. Also, North Shore will host Flatbush, and Ma'or and MTA will play next Sunday, Ma'or's third game on the collective week, including today's game. Should Ma'or have lost all three at that point, they would effectively be eliminated from playoff contention. Nothing really in terms of the rest of the league for playoffs at the moment. So we'll get into that a little later on in the season as that brings itself to bear. Taking a look at the National Top 25 for the past week, the National Top 25. This is as of last Tuesday, as of December 5th. Sorry, as of of last Tuesday, as of last Monday. Heschel obviously still at the top, maintaining their number one ranking, and all eleven voters giving them first place at thirteen and O, including tournaments on the year. Right behind them, Frisch at ten and two, in the second spot, moving up one with the uh, with the dropping of Milliken this week. SAR taking third, so the top three spots in the nation belonging to the Uh, The Yeshiva League, Varsity West, Heschel, Frisch, and SAR in that order. I think it's pretty appropriate. Uh, Moving further down the list, DRS moves into the 9 slot, dropping from 6th spot with their loss last week. MTA jumping from 12th to 11th. YDE from 17th all the way up to 13th, and Hafter right behind them at 14th. So those two teams connected both on the standings board and connected in the national rankings. Flatbush, uh, despite their 1-3 and three record in the Yeshiva League, is 6-5 and five overall, and they are in the t- the 16 spot. So it shows you more what that team can actually do, but again, they're going to have to start putting it together in the Yeshiva League before uh, they start getting any more love. TABC at 18, Hank at 19, Hillel at 20, sorry, that Hillel is actually, that's, that took me for a second there, that Hillel is the Hillel of North Miami Beach, not uh, not the ON 7 Hillel team from uh, Pierre Rambam at 21, and others receiving votes on the week, uh, Ramaz, the only Yeshiva League team in the receiving votes category outside of the top 25, so one, two, three, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven of the top 25 teams belonging to the Yeshiva League. Moving over to boys' JV basketball. This week started out with four undefeateds, but we are now only down to two. First game of the week last Saturday night two of those undefeated it's TABC and MTA squared off. Both teams came into the week without a loss. MTA at 4 and 0 and TABC at 3 and 0, but after last Saturday night, only one of those two was undefeated. That would be TABC defeating MTA 45 to 38. Unfortunately for TABC, it wouldn't last as uh, in uh, One of the last games of the week, TABC was handed its first loss of the season, as Hank avoids its second, defeating the Storm 53 to 48. So that will affect both divisions, which we'll get to in a second. Moving out to the east, the other undefeated team, uh, well, one of the the two other undefeated teams, were both in action. Frisch dominating DRS 60 to 54 last Sunday. And on Monday, North Shore stayed undefeated, defeating YDE 53-37. to So Frisch jumps out to 6 0 North Shore out to 3-0. and Not quite at the top of the division, but still undefeated and in the driver's seat, certainly. DRS would rebound from the loss to Frisch with a win over Shari Torre of 59-23. to in the other game, the only other game on the week, were only six games, S.A.R. defeated Hillel 45-35, to and S.A.R. breaks into the win column after starting out its season on a two-game losing streak. Taking a look at the standings in boys' J.B. basketball in the East, DRS and Hank are at 4 and 1 so both of them were able to maintain their top status with their wins in the week. North Shore behind them at 3 and 0. Oh. Uh North Shore about to hit the real meat of its schedule though. So we'll really get a sense of whether or not they are an undefeated team. Or whether it's just because they played teams like YDE Ezra and Ramaz to start their season. Those three teams combined only three wins on the season. Depending on what happens with Ramaz's game today against Hilo, but over the next few weeks, North Shore will play games. They'll play DRS this week. Uh, they'll play Flatbush this week. Although Flatbush right now only just above, just behind them at two and one. Um, so they'll really, we'll really get a sense of who North Shore is, whether or not they truly are an undefeated team, or whether it's just because of the schedule that they've had in front of them. We already know about Frisch. We'll get to them in just a second. The rest of the JV East, Rombaum and Mag and David right behind them at 3-1. and one. Flatbush, as I said, at 2-1. and one. YDE now at 2-2 two and two after the loss to North Shore. Hafter at 1-2. and two. And Shari, Tora, and Ezra down at the bottom of the pack at 0-5. Out West, Frisch, as we said, 6-0, the only undefeated team remaining out West, can actually clinch a playoff spot this week with a win or a loss and losses by JEC and two losses by Ramaz this week. JEC uh, faces Hillel and Heschel this week. Ramaz has Hillel today and will also face off with... with Kushner in the middle of the week, which we'll get to on Thursday night. Down the rest of the Western Division standings board, MTA and TABC tied right behind them at one loss with 4-1 and one records. So TABC holding a tiebreaker over that with the win over MTA last week, still dropping a game, putting them behind Frisch. It's going to be an interesting game when those two meet up, TABC and Frisch. Oh, and MTA and Frisch meet up as well. Uh, MTA and Frisch will actually meet up this coming week, we'll get to in a second. Behind them, JEC at 2-3, and three, Hillel at 2-4. and four. Heschel, SAR, Ramaz, and Kushner, all part of the one-win pack, depending on what happens with the Ramaz-Hillel game today. Um... Heschel and S.A.R. at one and two, Ramaz at one and three, Kushner at one and four, and Westchester at zero and five. So it's very interesting how you see with the West, top three teams are all above five hundred, and the rest are all below. It's interesting to note that that three of those teams below five hundred will make the playoffs, uh, and at least one of those current one-win teams. Now, again, it's very early in the season to start looking at the standings board and start trying to parse out information like how good a team really is, but it, it we're halfway through the season, and these teams are all below 500. I, I mean, some of them are halfway through the season. Uh, I guess when you reach the 500 mark, we sort of begin to realize who you are, and we get a good grasp on teams like Westchester and Kushner, and I, for lack of a for lack of more information, Ramaz really. But S A R and Heschel right now only have played three games. We know S A R to be a very good team. Heschel we're still up in the air about Hill and J E C. One team at two and four, pending their game today. One team at two and three. We, it, it's kind of, it's kind of confusing to to know who they really are. JEC playing teams like uh, Kushner and Westchester, who they beat. Those were their two wins, but then going out and losing to Frisch MT and TABC. So it doesn't really tell us. Who they are it tells us they're a middle of the pack team that they're between the top three and the bottom two. But as it relates to the middle of the pack we don't know whether or not they're they're sl- they're slated to be a, a playoff team or they're just outside a team like SAR again losing to Frisch and MTA. But beating Hillel, you know, a team right above them, that tells us that they potentially should belong above those two win teams. It's just a matter of who they face. Over the next week, big slate of games this week, right leading up uh, into Hanukkah in two weeks, will tell us exactly who these teams really are. Speaking of games coming up, some big games on the weekend in the Ramaz Hillal game today. Ramaz looking to jump from the one win pack into the two win pack, and the loser of the game gets dealt a crippling blow to their playoff hopes. One of these teams will end up with uh, if it's Ramaz, they'll end up with their fourth loss. If it's if it's Hillal, they'll end up with their fifth joining them in the same pack as Westchester. Tomorrow, two games on the day, both in the East, DRS and North Shore will do battle, undefeated North Shore and one lost DRS. One of these two will take over the East with a win, at least until Hank plays later in the week in DRS. The other game on the day, Ezra hosting Hafter. Two teams looking to really jumpstart their season. Ezra at 0-5 currently, Hafter at 1-2. We'll find out this week exactly who Hafter is as a team, as they play SAR later on in the week as well. So they'll either... They'll either end this week above 500 or below 500, and uh, at their five w- at their five-game mark. Also on also on this week Tuesday, two games: one West, one East. S.A.R. hosting Kushner. S.A.R. looking to keep the winning vibes going, while Kushner looks to snap a four-game losing streak. Rombam and Norshel will do battle on Tuesday as well. Two teams near the top of the East, both 3-win teams, although at that point, North Shore could very well be a 4-win team, given the game with DRS the night before. Wednesday, we'll have a two slate of games also. Shari hosting YDE, and Frisch against MTA in a marquee matchup at the top of the West. Frisch will still hold the division after that game, but an MTA win will effectively put the Lions in the driver's seat because of the tiebreaker. A Frisch win will drop the Lions two games behind and put the pressure on TABC to, uh, to, to, to keep up with Frisch because MTA at that point will have two losses. And the way Frisch is going, at 7-0, and it'll really take a one-loss team to top them, and TABC would be the only real challenge for them left standing. Also on the week, Thursday night, four games, three West games, one cross. Ramaz and Kushner do battle in Kushner. SAR and Haftar will square off in the cross game. JEC and Hillel will face off also. With games this week against Hillel and Heschel, JEC's game will help us piece out. Like I said, what's going on in the middle of the JV West outside of the top three? Westchester and Heschel will also square off on Thursday night. Next Saturday night, marquee matchup between DRS and Hank. Much like the North Shore DRS game, this game could either clear up or muddy up the Eastern Conference top spot both teams could still remain at one loss after the games on the week, or or one of those teams could actually have jumped out uh, and jumped behind everybody else. Nor Shore could join the pack of one-loss teams or they could stake their claim as the top team in the Eastern Conference. Next Sunday, two games, J.E.C. and Heschel will square off, and North Shore, another game, will take on Flatbush. So North Shore will have played uh, six games by the end of this week, and we'll get a real sense, like I said before, of who they actually are. Once again, you are listening to the Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League sports. We are sponsored by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Let's move over to girls' sports to finish out our our episode. Uh, over in girls' varsity, A Flatbush and North Shore, last year's Eastern champs sweep the series. Flatbush defeating North Shore fifty-two to twenty-three. Flatbush upping their record to four and two. The uh, the Hefter Hawks get win number 2 and 3 on the week, defeating Solomon Schechter and Heschel, defeating Solomon Schechter 42-24. to Heschel... 32-23. Central, though, stays atop the East, denying Ramaz's attempt to tie them in the standings um, by the score of 45-35. to So Central pushing out to a 5-1 record. Ramaz dropping to 500 at 3-3. Solomon Schechter getting another win over Hank. Hank continues to look for win number one after being swept by Solomon Schechter on the season. So Hank, the only team left in the East without a win. In the West, there were three games on the week. Frisch toppled Hillel, 59 to 47, so Frisch stays undefeated, joining SAR who defeated Bruria 47 to 23, also winning on the week. Mayano topped Kushner by 10, 42 to 32. So the standings in Girls Varsity A look as follows. Out in the east, Central at 5 and 1, Flatbush and North Shore right behind at 4 and 2 and 4 and 3 respectively. 2-3 win teams behind them Ramaz and Hafter. Ramaz at 3 and 3, Hafter below 500 but gaining at 3 and 4. Heschel 2 and 3, Solomon Schechter 2 and 4 after the two wins over Hank and Hank at 0 and 5. Out in the west, Three teams with four wins. One of them with a loss. though. Frisch and SAR at four and zero. Hillel behind them because of the loss at four and one. Bruria at five hundred at three and three. Mayanot at five hundred at two and two. Kushner at one and six, and Westchester at zero and four. Looking at the games on the week for girls varsity A, Kushner will host Hank. To start off, uh, Kushner, sorry, Kushner hosted Hank last night to start off the week. SAR and Hillel played today. SAR looking to stay undefeated, heading into two, uh, into their big showdown with Frisch later on this week. Hillel looking to not fall two games behind the division leader. Four games tomorrow night. Central and Mayanote square off. Central looking to extend their lead at the top of the east, while Mayanote is looking to stay afloat above 500 in the west. Westchester will host Kushner and Flatbush will host Hafter, and two two win teams square off when Solomon Schechter and Heschel do battle. Tuesday we'll have Hank and Ramaz square off, and also that marquee game that we discussed two teams that can't escape each other, Frisch and SAR. Last year they split the regular season, tied with Bruria at ten and two atop the West to end the season, and met up in the finals with SAR winning by one. This rivalry gets renewed with both teams at the top of the standings, undefeated, pending SAR's game with other conference leader Hillel. That game was today, but that uh, that game with Frisch will happen Tuesday night at 7:45. Frisch will have a quick turnaround on Wednesday night when they travel to Mayanote. There will be a nice little break then until next Sunday, when Hillel will host Ramaz. Moving over to Girls B, and then we'll get to JV. Girls Girls Varsity B is pretty much shaping up to be a runaway, with SKA and Bruria still undefeated and jumping out two big leads. SKA undefeated at 7-0. Bruria at 4 N O S K A SKA, and Bruria both winning their games this week, SKA defeating Ilan uh, by a large margin, and Bruria topping uh, Torah with a great defensive effort. Torah would drop a second game on the week, Michelle Heavitt getting its first win, 53-21. to Mag and David... Idol on the week two and three in the middle of the pack shall have it and Ilan both at one win shall have it at one and two Ilan at one and four Shari Torah is still looking for their first win at O oh and six coming up on the week Bruria and Ilan will do battle Shari Torah and shall have it will square off on Monday Wednesday two pack of games shall have it back in action again will'll host Bruria. and mag and David will host Shari Torah. Heading back over to girls JV on the week. Flatbush dropping two games to drop themselves to below one and five after taking the first game, uh, sorry, after taking the the latest game on the week, winning thirty two to twenty eight. That after Flatbush gets drubbed by North Shore fifty three to thirty three Central. Getting their second win on the season after defeating Ramaz 38 to 30, so Central upping their record to two and three, dropping Ramaz to three and three. Hafter, uh, that flopish, the floppish win for Hafter was uh, perfect for them after starting off their week getting shellacked by Frisch by nearly 40 points. Out in the West, three games on the week. SAR taking two of them, defeating Bruria by one forty-four to forty-three, and Mayanote by one thirty-three to thirty-two. Mayanote would rebound from that loss with a thirty-five to fourteen win over Kushner. So the girls JV standings were shaking out. Hank still undefeated at the top at four and zero. Hafter, Ramaz, Central. All well behind Hank. So Hank really having their run of the division. Hafter at 3-2. Ramaz at 3-3. Three three. Central at 2-3. So with 2-3 losses between them, Hank with a really big cushion. North Shore at 1-3. Flatbush rounding out the division at 1-5. Out in the West, Note right now at 5-2 could clinch this week with a win or a Bruria loss. Right behind them are Frisch and SAR. Frisch at 4 0, SAR at 4 1. Well behind the pack and looking to fall out of it with only three teams making it Kushner and Breweria. Breweria at 1 5, Kushner at 0 4. On the week ahead, last night Breweria and Mayano did battle. Today, SAR and Frisch met up in their 4 win matchup. Tuesday we'll see two games, North Shore hosting Hafter and Hank hosting Ramaz. Wednesday we'll see Central hosting Flatbush and Maya Note hosting Frisch. Thursday, Kushner travels to SAR. That's going to about do it. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Huge week ahead in sports. Not sure whether or not we will have a show next week. Next, week is a, next weekend is a very packed week for me. Keep tuned in to, uh, to the Facebook page, and, uh, and we will let you know whether or not there will be a court report next week. If not, we will see you in two weeks right here on the Court Report. If you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can catch the Encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., or you can find The Court Report on iTunes or the Nachum Siegel Network app. Tomorrow morning, jamming the AM with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m., live only on the stream, nachumsegel.com. Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. If you haven't visited the Court Report fan page on Facebook, please do so and click the like tab. Let's get that number up. See you next time, right here on the Court Report, only on the Nachumsegel Network. Hi, this is Elliot Weiselberg, host of The Court Report. Stay tuned for more amazing musical selections and programming only on the Siegel Nachumsegel Network.